Jam on 98.4 Capital FM. It is Wednesday, the 21st of December 2022, and we are certainly not lost. If you found this frequency by mistake, I want to welcome you to The Jam on 98.4 Capital FM. My name is June Gashui. Uh, Martin Karaoke has decided it's time for Leave Miss Juali Nani, but Nisawa too. Today we have all powerful women in the studio. My jam master is here. Her name is Suzanne Gashukia Opembe HSC Superstar. Welcome to the show, mami. Asante sana, June. Girl. So great to be here again. It is so nice to have you. So let's start off. We ask our guests every time they come, mm-hmm. who are you? Just tell us and our listeners, who are you? Wow. Who I know, right? I? I'm... I'm Suzanne, as you know, yes. Opembe. And what I am is a musician, woman, wife, mother, grandmother, yes. um, lover of life, yes. lover of music, lover of the business, and uh, and passionate about getting musicians to earn their money. Hey, I like that, that combination. Lover of music, lover of life, and passionate about getting musicians. musicians to get money in their pockets. Exactly. I like it. It's a necessary combination. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about how your journey, how did you find yourself in this music space? Was it by accident? Was it, uh, you know how back in the day we used to be told, <laughs> eh? <laughs> now you have said you are a grandmother. I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> this is that generation. We're told, ah, if you fail school, that is where now people, no, no, was this not no. your story at no, all? No, no, tell no. Us, in, what, fact, what? in fact, if you fail school, don't become a musician. You're Ooh, not going to be able to succeed. Listen, you're going to have yo, to repeat yo, that because there are some people who have yo. not heard what you've said. This, this is the music business. It's not artistry. It's not whatever. It's the music business. The music and business. And I tell, I train, when I used to train artists, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start it again. I've been on sabbatical for about seven and a half years. So I tell people, when you have a manager, that's your employee, not your boss. Uh-huh. As an artist. Okay? That's your employee. Yes. They take a commission and you get the bulk of the money, not the other way around. Uh-huh. And everybody's got to understand that. Yes. That you're a, you're an entrepreneur. And as a, as a producer you're an entrepreneur. That's what you are. You're an investor in the industry. And we want that whole mindset. That mind shift. I mean, June you were with me when we started camp. I mean, yes. you you were our first uh, general manager. Yes. And so you know you set up the systems, you set up everything for us. Mm. And let me tell you. You need you, you need the brainy people. Mm. Okay? You need the lawyers, the entrepreneurs, the business people to be there in your corner. Yeah. Because your talent is worth something. Amen. It's worth something. Amen. Listen, if you were doubting that you cannot enter the music industry because you failed school, you've heard it right here on the jam from our jam master. Nah, we don't want you. If you failed school, eh, nah, nah, nah. Said, you need to. Good musicians are good mathematicians are good historians. Yes. Yo. We don't want you. Mumeskia. Mm-hmm. Listen, we want the intelligent ones mm-hmm. because that's what creatives are. You know, you have to understand people's psyche. You have to be a psychologist to an extent. You have to be somebody who understands. You've, you've just mentioned history because we never write from a vacuum. No. We never create 
beautiful art from a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I see a lot of people who were like loving the fact that you were coming on the show. And I see musically speaking, musically speaking, musically speaking. <laughs> so I'm like, it's yeah, the only song I didn't send it's you. It's the I had only it. song. Don't worry. We'll, we'll sample a few of those. But tell us, what, where, where did this journey begin? So you said you didn't fail. You did your education. You did well. And then... Music said hello, Suzanne, when? No, no, music said hello, Suzanne, when I was eight or nine. Wow. I used to play a toy piano. Yes. Uh, the, my, my, there was a, a broken down accordion yeah. at our farm in, mm-hmm. in committee, around committee sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, I mean, there were a couple of things that I just learned to play. And we used to stage all these theatrical productions with our dolls yeah. for my parents. <laughs> You recruited your band member. Your destiny's child were your dolls. I love it. And, you know, so my, my, my siblings were my, you know, sidekicks. Yes. And we'd play the piano, the toy piano. And at age wow. 11, my dad bought me a piano. My parents bought me a piano. Yeah. And and, and I guess the rest is, is, is history. history. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because I just love... Music found me. Okay. I don't... You know, I, I, I live and breathe and I'm a musician. I don't even question that. Yeah. It's not, you know, like, you know, I'm a wife. That's, mm-hmm. that's something that I, that I am. But music is me. It's where I am. And I it, it, it always has been. Do you remember, can you pinpoint that moment? Like, was it, was it the first time that toy piano started to make sense? You figured out how a chord I, sounded? I wrote, I wrote a song yes. when I was, I think, eight or nine. Yes. It's gonna rain, girls and boys. It's gonna rain. It's gonna rain. Cats and dogs, it's gonna rain. And if you're not, you're gonna get soaking wet. Yeah. It's gonna rain, girls and boys. It's gonna mm-hmm. rain. So it was... It, it as just, simple as that. It was not something I, I never... I don't think about music. It just flows. And if I think about it, it doesn't flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So music for me, uh, through high school, we had I had the most. Uh, it was just the most blessed high school at Limuru Girls, mm. where we 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 just did. We were creative, and we composed, and we had a band with some guys in Lanana, yes. and you know we were called Syncopated Soul. Oh. They were called Velvet Motion. Hello, and and we were allowed to do those things. Which a lot of the time now people are scared, but you know, of course, those days were the days of innocence. Yeah. We were so innocent. Yeah, you were not doing it from a, a yeah. It was point completely from a music point of view. Yes. And then at nineteen, I did this. You know, it always shows up on Facebook every <laughs> once in a while. What's that? You Endless did? roads. This this show. Yeah. That was uh, the, 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 the 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 whatever the, the the script was written by Rachel Amamo, uh-huh. and I, I did the music, and we had all these kids from our high school, from St. Mary's, Mutangari, yes. wherever it was, we had about 80 kids in my house for 100 days. So they broke everything. What? <laughs> they, because, I mean, of course, wear and tear. My, but my mother allowed it. And she said, and it's we all right. rehearsed, And she said, it's okay, it's their creativity. And we put on a show for three days at the National Theatre. Yes. We didn't know any better. Of course, it wasn't as professional, but I mean, it was just lovely. We it was called it. Endless? Endless Roads. Endless Roads. Yeah. Well, all right, everybody. If you have questions or a shout out for Ms. Suzanne Gashukia Opembe HS, you will tell us about when these other things were added <laughs> as we go along. Because some people know you or knew you by a different name. Uh, they've mentioned things like Samawati. I know you're now at Sub Sahara. So we've got a, a lot of conversation to have with our guest in studio. I'm so happy that you were able to come. You're our last jam master for, for this Woo-hoo! particular year. So this is a big deal. 
it's a big deal. <laughs> and remember, for all of you who are listening in, we want you to remember this festive season, you must keep yourself clean. You must shower with Amara shower gel because I think it's, it bears repeating. You might meet the special somebody in your life and then you're there, you know, spewing body odor that doesn't sound or smell very good. So can't get yourself... You can't have that, she said. So Amara shower, Amara shower gel is available at your nearest supermarket. Please get yourself some. It could be a great uh, Christmas present as well for those who have been... Not doing the right thing. Ashanti Q as well. We're here with our crowns. Uh, Suzanne and I are rocking our sister locks. So, of course, we are natural hair queens. So, of course, you want a product that now has beautiful products like, you know, shea butter and, and castor oil and all these natural products that allow you to rock your crown with pride. All right. Um, uh, just a reminder that also we are, we are asking you if you've done your registration to Showmax. Suzanne, have you registered to Showmax? Do you, do you, do you, you, see, you, I know you just got okay. back into the country. I, I, I tell you what I did. Tell me what in, you did. In, in, in 2020. Yes. I decided I'm not going to watch movies. Uh-huh. Until I have turned my financial life around. Oh. You know, COVID happened. And yes. it was, it was a real rocky road. Yes. For me. And I said, okay, what am I giving up? What, what can I give up uh-huh. for now? For now. You know, short term pain, long term gain. Okay. Okay. So that's what I did.
Shonoka by Suzanne Gashukia. Tell me, I hear other people's voices in this song. Uh, let us know what was happening. We have our jam master in studio, uh, Suzanne Gashukia. Do you remember how long ago was this song? Whoa, this was... Oh my goodness, Shonoka was part of Midnight After Dark. Midnight which, After Dark. Yeah, the album was called Midnight After Dark. Yes. Um, so, you know, it's darkest before the dawn kind of thing. Yes. Um, and and we, I, I was allowed to, um, to record a couple of songs by the late... Uh, the, he's one of the original one-man guitars. He was called Joe Mwenda. Okay. And so the, his family allowed me to rearrange. And so Shonoka is one of them. Shonoka is one of John Joe Mwenda. Joe Mwenda's songs. Joe Mwenda's songs. Mm-hmm. And so I, I did a, you know, I rearranged it. You know, we did all kinds of things. And of course, you can hear Michelle. Michelle. Ongaro. Michelle. Oh, Michelle, of course. Michelle, who I've known. I met him in 1998 on a stage in Uhuru Park doing some promotion for something. Yes. And he was playing uh, Wenge Muzikas, one of their songs. And he, and he was playing the drums. Yes. And he played it from the beginning to end, all eight or nine minutes of it. Wow. Like, and I was just like, I have to meet this person. Yes. You know, and uh, this was at the sound check, by the way. It yeah. wasn't at the performance. <laughs> and and the rest is history. And the rest There's is people history. that I've met and uh, we've been with, Natasha and Jay. Yes. Um, who, those are just my, between her and Michelle, if I don't have them in the band, I feel like I don't have a Something band. Something is happening. <laughs> I, I don't Something have a is band. off. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, so so that that so that's that and that was Shonaka. Um so Midnight After Dark was a painful album because we started it in 2003. Mm-hmm. Um but we sort of didn't really launch it until until 2008. Okay. And it was just a painful it it felt like it felt like vomiting all the emotions. <laughs> <laughs> You know that so it's darkest right the, before dawn. You're yes, saying that is yeah, what the midnight after dark. Midnight after dark. Yeah, and it was Thierry uh, Thierry who gave us that uh, that album uh, title. title. Yes, yeah. yeah, the drummer. Yeah, yeah. So we, I mean, I've been blessed. Yeah. Look, I've worked with the most amazing, talented people, mm. and collaborated with people, and people have come into our lives, and it's just been amazing. Yeah. So for me, music music is a blessing. So you've done more of of uh, performance, you've written, but you've also produced, and yeah, I don't I, think everybody transitions in that in that way. Was there a, a, a plan to do so? Or you just found yourself being able I've, to. Invest? I've always been first a writer composer, yes, and and a producer. Okay, that's what that's where my I think my special my sweet spot lies. Sweet spot is yes, yeah. My course. sweet spot lies in in composition. Mm-hmm. And in producing and arranging. Okay. Um, performing is is just the love of. It's just you know. Yeah. You know performance. Yes. You you get on a stage. You know you can't any as much rehearsal as you do as much studio work as you do. Getting on stage is where the, the you know the proof is in the pudding. Eh? Completely. Yeah. Complete. I am a yeah. I am a complete advocate for, for yeah, live you performance. Gotta, as yeah. You know. Because it, that's just another rush. Yes. Yeah. And I get I get I get stage fright mm. like five minutes before. <laughs> the I, one I, of, I need to go to the toilet. Get, yeah, I don't I can't get stage breathe. fright like two hours or three hours. <laughs> I get it. I get it like five minutes before. I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> and then I'm like, it's time, and you go. And, and then, then it's once just it starts, the rush. Yeah, yes. it's the rush of performance. Yeah, I love it. I yeah. like that live. Um, 
immediate response you know mm -hmm. when the audience is like right in front of you uh, and you can tell whether they love it or they hate it or no, no, they... but what about what about you know the Kenyan audience are you, are <laughs> who you just looks look, at you who just looks and then oh, when you get up they say oh that was amazing that was fantastic and like, they're like oh my god we thought me? you didn't like it we thought you did you have performed in different places where people are so happy but Nairobi and Kenyan audiences yeah. They look, yeah. they are like, mm -hmm. it's an exam. Then it's an exam. It's a character development <laughs> exam. Nairobi, you know, we love you guys, by the way. Let's just speak some truth here. We love you guys, but we what? Me, I've been in places, in hotels <laughs> where the people who are listening are yeah. the waiters. Yes. They're the ones who have stopped. In fact, they've forgotten to serve to people. To serve people. Because they're like, oh, they're enjoying the music. And yet the patrons, you thought you were coming to entertain. <laughs> They're just stone faced, mm -hmm. stone faced. Like this. But yeah, no, as you said, character development. Character development. Yeah. Everyone needs to go through that. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of character development, this is one of the themes in this show we've been talking to you guys about called Pepeta. It's loosely based on the real life of a of a, the story of a guy called Harun Rio Wadari. Um, and of course, this eight part series will be capturing the dreams and realities of some of the youth in Kibera. And it's obviously known for churning out top football players in the country and beyond. So Junior is a 17-year-old talented footballer torn between the thrills of crime and the promises of soccer. So there's a lot of, of, of tension in this story, but the way you can access it is through Showmax. And Showmax is just an online platform and you can stream or download the best local and international entertainment. Uh, you can also, if you're into sports, like everybody was obsessed until Sunday. Uh, I can't even believe people are on recovery mode right now. But get yourself your Showmax subscription right now. It's super easy. Showmax.com um, from only about 760 bob, I think. And you can cancel any time if it's not, you know, tickling your fancy. But I promise you, if you taste it just a little like this, you'll be so sold, so sold. We're going to go into the news headlines quickly and see what's happening in the world of sport. And when we come back, We'll be talking more to our jam master in studio, Suzanne Gashukia Opembe. Now we'll jump into, now, you know, you told us musicians and interest uh, people in the creative industry, we need to be more, um, what's the word you used? More interested in our rights. And I saw somewhere that uri campaign na ukapata. Girl, I was like, <gasps> she went back? So we'll talk a little bit more about that on the jam. This is 98.4 Capital FM. Nyabara kondora
about the way it is. People living everywhere, fathers, mothers, kids. Uh, people in the criminal biz, you know how it is. Receiving, but you just don't give so you can live. Not as if you got a rich relative, acting like you're living positive. Uh, but you're living negative. Uh, see, it's essential that you live to your potential. Yeah. Get credentials, education, papers, pencils. Yeah. See, those are your utensils. Jerry V and Timberman on the instrumental. K-South and Zana dealing with your message. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see your devil, you gotta build your life. Yeah. Kinda like a bad Things get drastic, trying to make your money stretch like plastic. Hey, so Just make sure you live your life the way you can. Timberman and Zana with the K-South plan. Oh, Gakua? Is that how you say it? <laughs> this is the jam on 98.4 Capital FM. We're reporting live from the 19th floor of the CBD. Girl, this song is like, get it has me all in my field. And then this Kalingala guy with like seven. What, what is happening? Whoa. And who was that rapping? Like just walk us through this Whoa. magic we've just listened to. Let, let me tell you, Kondogakwa, yes. this was when we were just starting starting to work with um, with uh, K-South. Yes. And so that was uh, Bamboo. That was Tim. And on the remix, we had all three of them. What? There, were, there was Tim, Abbas, and uh, Abbas's brother. Like, I'm trying to find the name. Yes. And and those guys, man, they were on fire. And then on the guitar, yes. we just happened to find, uh, um, it was, I think, was it Dali Komiko or was it Metro uh, Shaban? Metro mm-hmm. Shaban Dogodogo, Tanzanian. Yes. And he played the guitar. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, but, you know, people used to just walk into the studio. In those days, <laughs> people would walk into, you know, like, um, whether it was the late Kasongo yes. or, or Samba Mapangala or Lovi, le, the late Lovi Longomba. Yes. They would walk in with, you know, Congolese artists and we'd say, hey, guys, see, you put a, a, a track on this, a, a, something. A, a something on this. And they would just come in and say, yeah, sure. And, I mean, these guys played. I, I have to say. Yeah. And I have to give it up to the Congolese artists for, for giving me the ethic yes. of professionalizing my, my performing style and everything. Because those guys, they work, I mean, they, it's a job. Yes. They practice all day. And they're ready. And then they go and perform for like four to five hours in the night. And so that was really, it, it, it. they taught us. They taught me. So you're saying that if I meet you today and somebody was like, so June comes into the studio with, I don't know, Abu or Giles or mm. somebody. Mm. And they basically say, you you hear that June is a guitarist. Mm. Uh, you play the track that you guys have been working on. And there and then they come up with something. Yes. And they, what? But I mean, these guys, it's in their, it's like. In their fingers. It's in, in their, their blood. blood. Yeah. 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 And people just come in and, and they do it for the music. They don't do it for the money. For the money, yeah. No, they don't do it for the money. Suzanne, and so if this? something jazzes them, if yeah. they're like, oh, this is nice. I want to put my, I want to put something my on My stamp that. on it. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of the way hip hop works nowadays. Yeah. Um, but in those days, it was, it was music. You know, somebody said, hey, whoa, can I put something on this? Can mm. I, can I mm. do something on this? Yeah. So tell me a little bit about, you've been in this industry now. What, what year is this we're celebrating? Whoa, maybe 37. <laughs> 
37 that's, that's professionally. And that's professionally. You look 37. So let's start there. I'm a bit confused. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> what is happening? Now let's have your agent talk to my agent. But seriously, what, what do you think you've seen that has made you... Uh, one thing that you've seen that's made you sad and one thing that has made you hopeful? Oh, my. Um, a lot of things make me sad. Mm. Um, uh, the, the, the fact that musicians and producers, and mm. especially, you know, for me, I'm a producer as well. Eh? Yes. Producers are investors, okay, in, in the industry. Yes. And an investor needs to make sure they're going to get their money back. Mm-hmm. And And for me, the fact that they're not getting their money back pains me. Yes. I, I feel like there's a there's a there's a stranglehold on the music industry mm. where where the people who are investing whether it's the musicians in their art and the performers and the producers yeah they're investing in this industry but the money doesn't come back especially now in the digital age mm-hmm. they 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 almost haven't figured out how to get the investment back mm. okay so there's and no return on, in, on their the, investment. The return is going somewhere else. There's a, there's a there's a hemorrhage somewhere. Okay. So that it's not coming back, and so that makes me sad because if it's not coming back, you know, mu- music feeds a lot of other industries. Mm. It feeds the beauty industry. It feeds the video industry. It feeds it feeds a lot of different other transport. All these kinds of things, and so if the music it, the the money isn't coming back to music, the musicians cannot reinvest it, mm. and and cannot spread the love you know, so to speak. So that makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but the things that have made me proud was, was for instance, being called by one Maricela Oma in 1998 mm-hmm. um, after Jennifer Shamala had correctly, mm-hmm. although we were upset, mm-hmm. thrown us out of MCSK <laughs> because we were producers <laughs> and said, you don't belong here. This yes. MCSK is for publishers, artists, and composers. Yes. And we we authors didn't understand authors and composers. Mm-hmm. We didn't understand that at the time yes. until we were we got the education from Maricel. <laughs> so we and then she then helped us and the AG's office helped us uh, form Camp and Prisk, which is a performance rights association. Yes, and and really build an industry in those days, um, and build the CMOs, the collective management organizations, and that I've, I've been very proud to be part of that. I'm 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 saddened that. There's been so much that has gone wrong since I've been away, mm. um, but I'm back now. And I, yeah, somebody asked me to stand, and I thought, oh my goodness, you know, nowadays you need a good conduct certificate, you need all kinds of things. Yes, I'm like, <laughs> do I have them? <laughs> do, do I even know where to get them? <laughs> but I got them, and luckily the, the the industry had faith in me, and they elected me. So I'm part of a team of seven board members. Congratulations! Thank you. And 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 I'm very excited to really look at how. We can actually put money in the pockets of investors and performers and composers. We really need to get that done because music ends isolation. Mm. Why is music important in life? It ends isolation. Mm. You feel a connect with a song. With a, you feel a connect with an artist. Mm. Okay, They sing something that really resonates mm-hmm. and that's why music is important. So I want to make sure that the people who are Ending that isolation mm. and getting rewarded. I like that. 98.4 Capital FM. 
How you doing? Those of you who are still able to tune in to this show, thank you so much for your love all through the year. I can't believe it's already December. And of course, we're still joined with our by our jam master. Suzanne is still here. Hi! Hello! Girl, I'm not letting you go. You're now a member of the, <laughs> the jam team. But so I, I want to really just dive into the, the nyama of what we were discussing. Huh? Mm-hmm. And part of that was, um, you know, you've just been re-elected to join the board of camp. Right. Um, and I, I know that you are intent on trying to see, you know, what went wrong and how we can move the discussion and the actual collection and distribution forward. Right. Um, and so maybe let's talk a little bit about that. Um, uh, what is it that people can do if you had to make an appeal to those who are supposed to pay, to those who are supposed to register? What would that be? Well, I, I, you know, here's the thing. Mm. Um, some of the tariffs were changed. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure why. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was COVID. You, you you never know what the reasoning was. Changed meaning reduced. Reduced. Okay. And they were reduced substantially. Mm-hmm. And and then what happens is that the people who are who are blamed mm-hmm. is the people who are directors of the company or the or the CEOs of the company of the of the CMOs. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's one thing that we need to really examine, because we need to understand that music adds value. Mm. It's a, it's a, it adds value to to whether it's institutions, whether it's um, hotels, whether it's media houses, whether it, whatever it is, okay, whether yeah. it's the telcos, whatever it is. Yes. Um. So we need to we need to partner, and we need to not see uh, ourselves as adversaries, mm. okay? Um. Because when we see ourselves as ad- as adversaries, we do not look for solutions. Yes. We look for one upmanship. So for me, the the main thing is. If a musician has put out a song or a, a producer has put out a song mm-hmm. with a musician mm. and they're not getting uh, paid for it, yes. for their investment, we're losing. We're losing out. Kenya is in, in Africa mm. in the PwC report, the annual the, the, it's like, I think it's a biannual report that they put out on the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Kenya is the only place where the, the revenues fell. Wow. They fell. In this particular year? In, in the last two years. In the last two years. In okay. the last two years. And th- that, that should be of concern to everybody, to mm. all the stakeholders. Mm. Why did the revenues fall? Um, in, in South Africa, they, yeah. they, 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 they went up. Mm-hmm. In Nigeria, they went up. Mm-hmm. We're the third market. Mm. We're at about $1.8 billion. And we should be, by the end of 2024, yeah. at $5 billion. Where is that money? Yeah. Where is it? Why, aren't, why, aren't, why isn't the music industry as a whole feeling that? Yeah. yeah. Why aren't they being able to reinvest at the, at, at the levels that they used to invest? And I know there's, there's the transition. Yes. We've gone from analog to digital. So there are, there are the growing pains mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. But, but um, you know, the IFPI have, has helped set up uh, the Recording Industry of Kenya, an association, yes. um, which I'm also a representative of. Mm-hmm. And part of, part of the whole um, idea of that is it's called the ISRC numbers, which is a digital code that is put on every each and every song. So it doesn't matter where your song plays. Yes. It, the the ISRC code will 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 register will be able to track it and it'll be able to track it if you have all the registered and so, and, uh, and metadata and all of that exactly. information exactly so i'm that one of the first things we want to do uh, in the in the new year is to encourage producers yes encourage publishers get the your ISRC codes okay. for all your it, it doesn't matter like somebody like 
Mr. Kasanga has 3,000 songs mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. the, all these people who have tons and tons of music yes. get the ISRC codes for each and every song so that if it is played and if you Anywhere. put out, if you get a DJ to do a playlist and this and, that and the other, like I think Verony Productions, they do Catholic choirs yes. and they have all their songs on, on, on YouTube mm-hmm. and, with, and a lot of them with the ISRC codes. So what we're saying is if you can do that, then you start to be able to track the incomes and track your your songs to then start earning a bit more money. And that's not just locally. That is... That's internationally. internationally. It is internationally. Okay, all yeah. right. Yeah. Well, we're going to jump into a quick Christmas song here by Kay Michelle because it is about to be Christmas mm-hmm. at the end of this week and we're super excited. And for those of you who are going to be using music at your venues, at your locations, your DJs, everybody else, that's who we're speaking about. We need to turn over a new leaf when we get back. Uh, so that's some of the things we'll be talking about. And then you'll tell us, you mentioned you are away for... <laughs> a few years, Susanna will tell us where she's been. This is the jam on 98.4 Capital FM. 98.4 Capital FM. Christmas, it's the best side of the moon, if you ask me. Norad, get out of my way! Why do they follow me every year? Merry, Merry Christmas from 98.4 Capital FM. Sunday. Oh, you need it, 
That sounds like the beautiful voice of Atemi Oyungu featuring, uh, I believe it is Klaus Yes, he produced it. He produced it. And yeah, so this is, this is one of those uh, songs, and I, I had the you know good fortune to be able to sing uh, one of your songs, Not Even a Kiss, produced by Eddie Gray, but again, one of the, the Zanaziki. Uh, right. So This was part of the All-Stars, if yeah. I'm not wrong. Yeah, The Zana All-Stars. Zana All-Stars, yeah. where you sort of paid tribute to... You know, at that time it was what almost thirty years in the music industry, yeah, or, or something exactly, like that. Exactly. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. So as we as we prepare to release you, Suzanne, I think it would be lovely to just hear your final thoughts. Um, how the last sort of uh, I don't know, almost a decade has been, um, and and what that experience has taught you. You had a chance to travel out of the country. Well, yeah. <laughs> are you comfortable talking about that by the way no, I'm, no, no, I'm like where are you it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> sorry I'll be it was, myself it was different it was different it was different mm-hmm. you know when you're used to being a, a businesswoman and working and stuff like that for 20 odd years and then you know you leave and you become a housewife and you know your job is to you know be seen and not be heard mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, 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 it's challenging to say the most to say the least <laughs> Indeed. But it was it was I treated it as an adventure. Yes. Um our kids were, you know, going into university, getting their first jobs yes. and things like that. So I mean it was it was nice to be able to be there for them. Um so but it was it was a lot is a, a lot different. Mm. I also got a chance to think through, you know, what's happening in the industry and where you know, I was a bit confused by the digital age. So really to learn more about what, you know, where we are, where we're monetizing, yes. you know, because that's the other thing that um, artists and producers want the answers. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. if we can't sell CDs, um, then what are we doing? You know, I, I in 2000, uh, um, Sam, Sam Mother, yes gave me a call. He had just gotten a deal to distribute Kenyan music in Uchumi. Yes. And he but the only thing was he didn't have a VAT number. Oh, wow. So he called me and he said, do you have, do you a, have VAT a VAT number? number? And I said, yes. yes. He says, look, I've gotten this deal. I'm yes. giving it to you yeah. to make sure you sell as much Kenyan music as you can. And so that was like a, a, a gift yes. he gave me. Yeah. And um, um, so we sold a lot of Kenyan music. Yeah. And I'm telling you, we sold from Ogopa DJs mm. to the Prisons Choir, mm. to the Mushrooms, mm. to Dio Messiani. I mean, mm. it was everything. Everything under the Anyone sun. Anyone who under would the give us sun. music, we would put it in Uchumi. Yes. And and so we had a really good run until until Uchumi went out of business. Yeah. So for me, that whole thing where you're giving producers and artists checks mm. for their for their music. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is what I feel that that I I want to do that again, mm. yeah. Because mm. there is a way to do it in the digital realm, but we just didn't. We needed to learn yeah. as analog people. We just needed to learn how to do it. How to do it, yeah. and and so that's really what for me is exciting. I've had time to think. I've had time to recreate, and uh, and you know, for me, I will always be a musician. Mm. That's the one thing that you know I realized. Is in your blood. There. It's in my blood. Yeah. And that's that's who I am first before I'm anything else. Well, we are so grateful for your contribution. You know, we, I remember coming to watch um, one of my very first musicals at the Phoenix yeah. Theatres oh, wow. with <laughs> you and Joy Mboya and, and just going, what on earth? Where is this coming from? And, you know, by then also <laughs> I think the music bug had bit me. But I just, to be able to see musical theatre like that and 
and see a story be told in right. such a beautifully easy to to grasp memorable i remember some of the the songs still to date and i was probably like 16 or 15 right. at the time i remember you know um this song about uh i i worked down an alley who who sang that oh our, oh. our, our sister who we lost um oh lillian lillian oh, yes. alembo the late may yes, she rest yes, in peace and yes. she goes ah Work down an alley. <laughs> I work in, in Juakali. I remember that. And I'm like, who is this woman who is creating this beautiful thing that my ears are? So I really want to thank you on behalf of the Kenyan constituents oh, of the of the world in diaspora for, for your contribution. I'm yeah? humbled. I'm humbled. And, and even as you jump into this next phase, I have you know, the utmost faith in you. Um, and whatever help you need from us, we are here. Why, thank you. I'm glad you, I'm you you're glad, glad I said it. I said it on the radio. So, you know, holla at your girl. Gotta hold you to it. But I think I agree with you. I think it's about time. And I think just because technology has jumped uh, mm. ahead of all of us mm. does not mean we can't learn, we can't unlearn and relearn and, and figure out what is happening. But more importantly, I think Africa is one of those places where we don't have to follow. Mm -hmm. We can carve out. Absolutely. As long as the principle and the foundation is solid, yeah. we can carve out the path that works for us. And we can find the win-win. Yes. It's the win-win. Yeah. 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 Thank you for coming Thank through. Thank you so much. 98.4 Capital FM.